This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show. It's May. Like, I know I talked last week about uh, the meaningful May calendar from Action for Happiness, so I knew May was coming, but it does feel like it snuck up on me. I'm definitely having a bit of a year this year so far, because we're in the fifth month, and I don't know about you, but every month seems to be flying by at a rate of knots that I have not experienced before, and one of the things I was realizing is that I think a lot of that is all around that COVID's been around for a couple of years, things have been really hard, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world that makes it really, like, staying okay, difficult, right? And so I thought today would be a really great time to talk about resilience because, you know, one of the things that actually helps us get through is our ability to get ourselves back up, to get through things, when we get knocked down, work out how to pick ourselves up and make an action to make a difference. And so what I wanted to share with you today is some really amazing words from Action for Happiness, uh, the website, about resilience. And it's all about uh, it's the information they have on their 10, was it the 10 steps to happiness? So the 10 keys to happiness. And one of them is resilience and it's all about how to find a way to bounce back. And I just want to share all that really juicy information with you because I think it's kind of really a good time to be able to hear that sort of stuff. Before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offered in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. 
Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details uh, for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the end of the show. So just stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab that phone number. So if you actually feel like, hey, Progress to Health sounds like something that would be really helpful for myself, for someone else you know, you'll be able to get those details. So as I was saying, I want to have a talk all about resilience because I know it's one of those things that actually when things are going okay, we can feel, yeah, we can feel really resilient. But then when things are going, you know, when the brown stuff hits the fan, actually, how, how resilient are you? Like when it's, when it's one or two things, yeah, we can pick ourselves up. We can keep going. We can push our way through. But when it's three, four, five or six things, and not necessarily all at exactly the same time, sometimes it's just one after the other, so close together, you don't get downtime to kind of re, like re-energize yourself and help yourself feel like you can get up and keep going. And so resilience is that ability to kind of get through all that. So the information I'm about to share with you is all directly from the Action for Happiness website. Uh, so that is actionforhappiness.org. So action for happiness is all one word and for is F-O-R. So actionforhappiness.org. And I'm just looking at the 10 keys to happier living. So they just talk about everyone's path to happiness is different. Based on the latest research, Action for Happiness has identified 10 keys to happier living that consistently tend to make life happier and more fulfilling. Together, they spell great dream. And so literally, they've put it like the titles of them. The first letter of each of the titles spells the words great dream. And so you can explore them all below. So on this website, on this page, they've got these 10 tabs you can click on. So there's giving relating, exercising, awareness, and trying out, which is obviously great. And then there's direction, resilience, emotion, emotions, acceptance, and meaning, which is obviously dream. And so I just clicked on the resilience button, right? So finding a way to bounce back. And so because actually what I'm thinking is that it's that time of year. We're coming into spring. It's kind of the weather's turning colder we're about to start having a whole bunch of rain going on I don't know about you but just like sleep's kind of not going so well maybe it's the real stressful time maybe you've got kids that are either been on holiday they're about to go on holiday maybe work's got really busy maybe you're just tired right but in this wonderful website it talks about everyone has ups and downs difficulties are part of life for all of us science shows us we can learn skills actions and habits of thinking that boost our natural resilience. We all experience small daily frustrations and everyday stresses and at times bigger upsets, failures, unexpected change or challenges. Many of us also experience traumatic events at some point of our lives, such as the loss of someone we love, a sudden loss of our jobs, an accident or serious illness. Being resilient doesn't mean we'll never feel pain, upset, hurt, sadness, fear or anger when we experience difficult times. It means in the moment or over time we can find ways to cope constructively, accept what has happened and adapt and eventually move forward. Research shows that resilience isn't a rare quality found in a few extraordinary people. Dr. Anne Marston, a leading expert in resilience, describes it as ordinary magic, comprising many factors, internal and external, including our everyday capabilities, relationships, resources. It's not a static characteristic. It varies for all of us. We can each 
be naturally resilient in some situations or times of our lives and not in others. Importantly, many studies from psychology, neuroscience, medicines and other fields show that we can learn skills, practices and habits of thinking that can help to boost and build our resilience. So although life may have unexpected twists and turns, we can develop our skill set and nurture our internal and external resources to help us respond flexibly, effectively deal with challenges, recover more quickly and even learn as a result. This can lower our risk of depression and anxiety and even enable us to age successfully. What's more, the same skills can help us manage the fear of taking on new opportunities and so help us develop and grow in other ways too. So they talk about active coping. So we can't always predict or control what life throws at us, but there is always something we can try, even if it is tiny. Active coping involves acknowledging the difficulties we're experiencing and finding something constructive to try to make today or tomorrow slightly better rather than avoiding our problems. This act of trying in in itself, doing something rather than feeling there's nothing we can do, helps us to cope. Find and maintain hope and to feel effective. It helps us to feel that we at least have some control, even if what we do seems inconsequential. Having a sense of control is essential for our well-being. When we experience difficult times, we can feel powerless, but whatever the situation, there is nearly always something we can try, whether that's an external action or something internal. As psychiatrist and concentration camp survivor, Dr. Viktor Frankl famously said, everything can be taken from a person. One thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. So anything else in the world can be taken from you, but your attitude to what is happening, to what your what the circumstances around you, that is the last freedom. So Dr. Frankel talked about that this is that's the someone can't take your choice of attitude, like how you are going to respond to something. That is yours and yours alone. So active coping isn't about ignoring our problems or struggles, but taking constructive action despite them. All of the 10 keys to happier living have actions and ideas that can help during difficult times. Importantly, remember you don't need to struggle alone, reaching out and asking for help when you need it, whether from people you know well or in your local community or from a specialist help organisation, is being resilient. Asking for help is part of resilience. Keep in mind that everyone has difficulties sometimes, and when someone helps us, it has well-being benefits for you both. So try it. Reflect back on a challenge or a difficult time in your life. What helped you? What helped you cope? Come through it. How could it have helped you today? So one of the things is to remind ourselves of the strength that we've had, that in the past we've got through things. It can be really amazing just reminding ourselves of the things that we've survived and we've got through and what we've learned from it. And also just to remind ourselves, hey, these skills, strategies or supporters or people, that's what helped me in the past. So maybe I could give that a go and try it now and see if that helps. The website goes on to talk about investing in our resilience. So regularly taking action to boost and maintain your happiness and well-being is an investment in your resilience too. It can mean you are more able to cope and deal with stressful or challenging situations when they happen. 
nurturing your relationships with others, knowing who you can turn to for support when you have difficulties, and exercising and taking care of your body in other ways like getting enough sleep, eating properly, and not numbing ourselves with alcohol in other ways is especially vital. Noticing good things that happen, however small, cultivating a sense of realistic optimism or a hopeful outlook, even in dark times, trying out new things and being clear on what really matters and is meaningful for you, are all important sources of resilience too. And it's one of those things, isn't it? Like we talk about like making sure you get enough sleep, having like getting some exercise, having some people you talk to, noticing the small things that make you happy, that you enjoy, that give you that boost. They're all really important for our mental, emotional health and well-being. It's really a huge part of resilience, right? So reflection. So what actions help you maintain and build your resilience? Who are the people you can turn to when you're struggling? How do you maintain and nurture your connections to them? So these are all things that probably, if you've ever done a rap plan, there's a lot of those things that that in the reflections that's asking you to think about are probably in your rap plan. So they're really awesome. So resilient thinking, our thoughts drive our emotions. We've done this a lot in the past. All right, We talked about the um, thinking, feeling connection and the ABCs of thinking, um, thoughts and emotions. And it's about how we always think that actually the emotion happens, then we start thinking and it's not. So the thought happens and then the emotion happens, right, afterwards. The way we think has a significant impact on how we feel and how we feel impacts what we say and do in response which has consequences for our interactions with others and how happy and resilient we are. When an event or situation triggers an emotional reaction in us, for example fear or anger, we attribute that emotion to the trigger. But preceding our emotions will be instant underlying thoughts or beliefs about the trigger, for example, I'm in danger, or that's not fear. It's actually our underlying thoughts that trigger our emotions. This all happens so fast that we don't realize we've had those thoughts, but we can learn to tune into them. Importantly, our in-the-moment thoughts often aren't accurate because they happen so fast. They aren't facts, even though we often respond as if they are. In doing so, we cause ourselves to feel more anger, upset, and hurt than we might do so. So learning to check in and challenge our instant thoughts help us manage our emotions and the reactions that result. We can have more choices and control over our instant interpretations than our instinctive emotional reactions. Often our instant thoughts to triggers, to a trigger, will be about why something happened. I I must have done something wrong, or they don't like me, or what will happen next, I'll get in trouble or I'll be rejected. We often jump to instant negative or worst case interpretations. This is because our human brain evolved to keep us physically safe. So it suggests you can have a look at the key to emotions. Like So there was um, one of the 10 keys to happier living was emotions. So you can like find out more about that there. By being alert for potential downsides and risks, it will jump to conclusions about potential dangers and err on the side of caution by negatively interpreting neur- neutral or ambiguous interactions as thing- or things that happen to us. So instant interpretation of potential risks such as danger or violation Activate the threat system in our primitive emotional brain. So when these instant beliefs are inaccurate, as they often are, we feel unpleasant emotions unnecessarily. 
in turn, this impacts on what we say and do next, setting off a chain reaction of further thoughts, emotions and reactions impacting on our interactions with others. In this way, we can actually undermine our own resilience without even realizing it. For example, we're walking down the street and see someone we know, so we call out or wave to them, but they don't respond. Our instant beliefs or interpretation of the situation might be, they're ignoring me, how rude, or they don't like me. This causes us to feel hurt or upset, or perhaps then we're offhand with the next person we meet. In that situation, we couldn't know for sure what was going on for that person, and whether they saw us or not. It could be that they were lost in thought or worries, in a rush, or even had poor eyesight. I have to say, just a little break in there. Like, if it's me, I just don't notice anyone unless they're standing like a foot away from me. So I'm always the person who seems like I'm ignoring everyone. It's just that I'm totally oblivious. So when we learn to check in on the instant thoughts underlying them and learn to challenge these for accuracy, we can stop the potential spiral of unhelpful, unpleasant emotions and subsequent actions. So for our example above, we might give the person the benefit of the doubt, which means we don't feel upset or offended and carry that into our day. So maybe you just have the thought, I'm going to check in with them later and see how they're doing. See if they actually noticed that I was there, what's going on. Maybe find out like if their day's really busy or stressful, maybe see if they're okay. So when something triggers an unpleasant emotional reaction in you, the first step in more resilient thinking is to take a brief pause. Breathe and check in on your instant interpretation. Ask yourself, are my instant beliefs accurate, or is another less upsetting interpretation possible? Learning to do this can benefit you and your relationships with others. And it's such a big thing, isn't it? Like, just taking a moment to stop, take a breath, and go, hey, what was my instant interpretation of what's going on? What is my takeaway with that? Like, is there a possibility that there's a different interpretation that I could there could be? And am I just looking for the negative in this? Because so often our brain gives us the negative because as we talked about in this, our brains are wired to keep us alive. So they actually do that fight or flight stuff. So they actually look for the negative because the negative in the past and our kind of long, long history of being human beings is the negative is the thing that kills us, right? So they're trying to find, look out for that. So our brains are trying to be really careful with that. So yeah. So the next reflection here is think back to a time when you jumped to an instant negative conclusion about someone or something that happened and maybe keep it to a small example. What were your in the moment thoughts about why it happened? How did it cause you to feel? And what did you do as a result? And what might have been an alternative, less negative interpretation at that time? And how would they have led you to feel and act? It can be quite interesting, especially if you're doing a past one where you, if you had a chance to actually talk to someone about kind of what was going on and like seeing if there was actually a difference. So yeah. So resilient thinking, watch out for thinking traps. Once we start to notice our instant thoughts and interpretations that trigger an emotional reaction in us, we might start to notice themes. It's very common for many of us to have habitual patterns of interpretation we can fall into that undermine our resilience and even lead to depression and anxiety, especially when we're tired, stressed or overwhelmed. These are often called thinking traps because they cause us to interpret the situation in a particularly negative way and then when we've jumped to our instant interpretation, we start to look for even more evidence to support our thoughts and ignore the evidence that is counter to them. And that's called confirmation bias. There are lots of possible thinking traps. Some common ones include blaming ourselves, believing we are the root cause of anything that goes wrong, believing it's permanent, 
when something bad happens, we think that's it. It will always be like this. It's nothing I can do. There's no way it's going to change. Believing it will ripple out. When something difficult happens in one part of our life, we instantly think that every other aspect of our life will go wrong too. Blaming others. Believing that our difficulties and problems are all caused by others. All or nothing thinking. Sometimes called black or white thinking. So we're interpreting something or someone as all bad or all good instead of seeing the possible shades in between. Mind reading. Assuming you know what others are thinking or expecting. Mislabeling. Judging yourself or others on the basis of a single or narrow situation. Shoulds. Having fixed beliefs about what we or others should, ought to, or must do. Magnification or minimization. Over or underplaying the meaning or importance or likelihood of things. Emotions as facts. That's a, oh, that's a strong one, isn't it? Emotions as facts. Believing that we, what we feel something, when we feel something, it's true. Catastrophization. Spiraling to the worst possible scenario, even if it's extremely unlikely. The first step in countering our thinking traps is to start to notice when we fall into them. And then we can learn on challenging those thoughts. For example, by asking ourselves questions like, what is the evidence that this is true? What evidence is there that suggests it might not be true? What is a different way of thinking about this situation? So try having a look at a list of the common thinking traps above, like the ones I thought about, I just said. And do you recognize, and is there one that you have a tendency to fall into more times than not? Um, is there a couple? And how can you challenge those thoughts the next time it comes up? Because one of the things that's really, really important about resilience is being able to recognize what we do and finding a different way to do that. <laughs> that's not a very great way to describe that, but I hope you know what I mean. Because actually, so often when we have like those thinking traps where we actually like minimization, it's like all blaming ourselves and then catastrophization, like everything's going horribly wrong, right? Like it's just always the way. It's like, well, you don't, if you stop and take a breath and actually start thinking, well, what's something, a different way I could think about this? Is there, and sometimes if you're finding that really hard to get started, it can be really great to talk it over with someone else. And one of the things that I can share right now is a series of support lines because sometimes when we need to talk to someone, we don't have someone really close to us, but we need to have a reach out and have a conversation about whatever's going on for us and whatever's making life really, really difficult. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. 
The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111757 Now they're there if you just have someone you need someone safe to talk to they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 Now don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for any of those support lines. I do play that again at the end of every show of Fighting Stigma. So join us again next week on Free FM 89.0 or find us wherever you get your podcasts or find us on the Free FM website, freefm.org.nz or we're also on Spotify. So just come grab another episode of Fighting Stigma and you'll be able to get all of those support lines. But hopefully that's been able to give you a few ideas to think, start kind of jogging the ideas for how to build a bit more resilience. Because actually one of the things we know is coming into winter, coming into like two years post-pandemic, in the middle of pandemic, we're not really post-Vanessa, can't really use that term, we need to build our resilience. Like we're all getting a bit tired.
So having a think about that, maybe find the Action for Happiness website, actionforhappiness.org. Have a look, see what they've got, see if there's anything that helps you out. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.